The past couple of years, while the world has been dealing with COVID, it's been tough. Not just financially for many, but emotionally and mentally for many and many more. And today we are going to be talking about mental health. So we all know the science that says working out is a great tool you can put into your arsenal to help you manage your mental health issues. Well, we're going to talk about training in the martial arts and how that applies to that science. So stick with us while myself and my guest, Ben, discuss the martial arts and mental health. Hey everyone, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Dave Nixon, and I'm a lifelong student of karate and the martial arts, but I'm also an instructor and a dojo owner. Whether you're just starting out in the martial arts, getting ready for your black belt, or you have your own dojo or your own club, we've got you covered. Welcome to Canadian Dojo. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Canadian Dojo podcast. So I am here today uh, with uh, one of my black belts. In fact, uh, he just got his knee dance, so uh, that was a great thing for our, for the club and for him. Uh, but uh, you know, Ben Forbes uh, has been training with me for a few years now, and he has been working as a, a, a mental health professional for the past fifteen years, and. We got into a discussion talking about the the benefits of training in the martial arts in conjunction with with mental health and how it really is maybe one of the best activities you can possibly do. So, Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, sir. Oh, my absolute pleasure. So, um, you know, you so you're saying that you've been doing uh, you've been working in the uh, the the mental health field for uh, fifteen or so odd years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, talk to me a little bit about that, like how. What exactly is it that you do, and, and how did you get into that field? So I, I went to school for psychology, okay. and uh, I always had a, an interest in helping individuals. Um, so uh, at the start of my career, I started volunteering with a distress line and made my way into mental health crisis. So community crisis, um, worked on, a, on two crisis lines. Um, supporting individuals who were struggling with their mental health, uh, feeling suicidal, feeling anxious, depressed, trying to help them to de-escalate the way that they were feeling. Um, And that moved into hospital support. So right now I'm currently a a service coordinator through uh, Halton Healthcare, and I provide strategies for individuals who are going through through mental health issues and help to coordinate services for them. And so on a daily basis, talking to individuals about the stress uh, that they're going through in life, the anxiety that they're feeling, the depression, and especially with the pandemic, it, yeah. the mental health issues have skyrocketed. Yeah. So um, it's something that uh, I am definitely passionate about and uh, no... Um, my fair share about uh, personally and professionally. So, yeah, you know, well, well I'll, I, I can vouch for personally as well, which I'll talk about a little bit later on in the podcast. But um, so, so yeah, so I, I, you, you touched on it there, but uh, the, the 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 rates rising because of the pandemic. Um, you know, is this is this kids, adults, is this everybody across the board? Wow. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I I've yeah, been getting locked in for two years and having all of that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I, listen, just, just from my own personal experience, I, I know at the beginning of those first lockdowns, you know, you didn't know what was going on. And, uh, you, you know, anybody who owned a business was certainly feeling the stress of it all. Uh, and, uh, you know, the anxiety, right? You mm -hmm. don't know if your business is going to survive. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know, you know what, uh, that was, that was tough, but yeah, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Just the, the overall presence of the, the virus, Yeah. the news constantly reporting yeah. on the virus. People were afraid to leave their homes Yeah. thinking that they were going to get it. So, yeah. um, it just affected in all aspects of, of life. Yeah. Is this, is this something that, um, because I, I, I had, uh, episodes, uh, where I went through severe anxiety. Uh, this is going back a few years now, but, uh, and out of the blue, you know, I, 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 I couldn't sort of wrap my head around it because of what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I stand in front of people and I talk all day. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in situations where I've, I've been confronted or I had to defend myself and never felt sort of the anxiety that I, I, I had, uh, when I was having, you know, those, um, attacks, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I couldn't tell you why it started and I couldn't tell you why they've more or less stopped, but I, it, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it didn't start with me until I hit like 38, right? you know, something along those lines, mm -hmm. 40 years old. Mm -hmm. Is that a common sort of thing? Is it, or, is it, or are people like generally speaking, deal with it, you know, from, from an early, early onset? It, it really, we've spoken to people who haven't had any experience with mental health issues until much later in life. Yeah. Um, we sort of look at it as they, that individual has been through so many issues that they've been able to deal with them thus far. But once you reach a certain age, the the level of tolerance starts to, to slip a bit because yeah. you're, you're imagining the all the negative energy that's wrapped up inside of you and it just spills. It's yeah. like uh, you're filling a cup full of water and the water just, just overfull, uh, yeah. overflows. So, but then you also get those individuals that chronically anxious from childhood. Yeah. And usually there's some sort of developmental piece to it, whether they were um, highly criticized as, as a youth or whatever the case might be, yeah. they were just always in panic or, or an anxious mode yeah. of living. So it really is variable across the, the board. But if you look back historically, um, people were, were anxious. Our ancestors were anxious because- All the time, yeah, survival. The, the survival rate, yeah. the, the dangers that persisted in, in, in their everyday life. Um, sure. So you, you have anxiety as the, you know, as a result of- So it's kind of hardwired into us to a absolutely. certain extent. The, yeah. It's the fight or flight yeah. Um, yeah. mode. And, and nowadays there's the fight, flight, freeze. Yes. Um, and with social media, with everything that's going on in, in the world nowadays, it's no wonder. Yeah. You, you have all these, uh, uh, these perspectives that are out there right now. And people just don't know what's right, what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Is there, is there any uh, statistical like, information in regards? Is it, is it, is it a male, female? You know, does, it, does it skew heavier on one way or the other? Or? It tends to be higher in female. Um, however, it, it's, it's across the board. Yeah. But yeah, females tend to, to be higher. Um, but I mean, generally speaking, you're, I mean, a lot of the 
um, the big uh, company mental health support, Canadian Mental Health Association, um, uh, CAMH, the Centre for Addiction and Mental Health, StatsCan, they will say one in five uh, adults will experience some mm. sort of mental health in their lifetime. I'd like to think that that's actually more, yeah. um, especially now, I would say it's probably one in three. Well, you know, I, I think I think something like that, you know, it'd be interesting to know the statistic of of, of how underreported that is, because, you know, like and people just, I think, I think, I think, and I, I'm not trying to, I don't, not wanting to sound, you know, what's sexist or anything along those lines. I think, you know, it might be a situation where ladies are more willing to seek help than, than, than men, because you know what, especially men of a certain age mm -hmm. who know you're, 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 you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to Absolutely. bottle it up and keep it inside. Absolutely. The stigma is definitely there yeah. for males. Um, we've seen a change, especially with the youth yes. regarding that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's much needed. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Wow. Wow. You know, cause I can tell you, you know, like I, I had, um, I had a, 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 you know, basically an anxiety attack, a panic attack, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, uh, on a plane. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't like flying. I'm not afraid of flying. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of, you know what, you know, plane crash or anything like that. If it crashes, whatever it is, what it is. Right. right. That doesn't that, but, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was flying back from the UK and, um, um, I was having the, these issues and, um, uh, my, uh, my doctor had, uh, had prescribed some, um, diazepam. Yep. Right. And, uh, I, I was feeling a little anxious as right, right when I got on the plane, I took one, uh, and then about two hours into the flight, um, I was, fortunately I was flying in business class, so I had a kind of a relatively private seat, mm -hmm. but, uh, the flight attendant sort of stuck her head in to see if I'd like anything, and I was full on panic mode, like like tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was hyperventilating. Um, I was, uh, I was, you know, and she just looked at me. She instantly knew something was wrong, right? right. Um, you know, she actually asked me, "Are you feeling okay? Are you having a heart attack?" And my heart was pounding in my chest. And having heart disease in the family, I knew that's not what it was because I didn't have any of the other sort of symptoms of it all, right? Mm -hmm. But she was, uh, she was, she was awesome. She actually stayed with me, right? Uh, you know, uh, until it, be, you know, began to subside. But you know what? Uh, uh, you know, just I, I'll tell you actually how I. <laughs> one of the ways that I sort of, you know, tried to tried to manage it, I actually started in my mind trying to walk through one of my katas. Okay. You know, move by move by move. Yep. You know what? Breathing, slowing, controlling my breathing. But you know, it it gave me something else to. To visualize something yep. else to to focus on because I wasn't focusing on anything. It was just it just happened, mm -hmm. um, and I, I I have no idea why I you know it just it was very bizarre. Um, but yeah, that's actually sort of you know what uh, just just changing my breathing um, and uh, and and walking through mentally walking through uh, one of the katas, mm -hmm. one of the more complicated ones at that. Right, uh, and that uh, that actually started to work, but uh, it was uh, yeah it was uh, it was a challenge like right? because you know when you're 35,000 feet mm -hmm. you know you can't go out for a breath of fresh air no so yeah. um i and i just you know i couldn't imagine somebody i you know not the last two guys we tested to black belt but the guys before that um their presentation i'm in my office you know and i'm sweating mm -hmm. you know i got to go out there's there's 80 people there and i was like again i talk to people in front of people all the time but uh yeah i started to uh 
I started to tighten up, mm-hmm. you know what? And uh, that, but I just remember sort of saying, not in my house. No, it's not going to happen here. Right. But uh, yeah, it just, and I, and, but, and, and they've, 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 they've stopped, but I couldn't tell you why they started. I couldn't tell you why they kind of stopped. And a lot of these fears that we have are, are quite irrational, right? And, yeah. And don't have any, any basis. But we, there are so many different thought distortions that might appear. Yeah. Um, we live in such a negative society that it's very easy for people to automatically catastrophize or jump to conclusions or think in a certain way that is very negative towards what they're about to do. Yeah. And if it's not a, a comfort for them, they don't want to step outside their comfort, their no, comfort they, zone. No, they, yeah, they, they immediately go to the worst case scenario. Absolutely. You know what, sort of all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I see that actually even with people, you know, uh, testing for their belts and things like that, as opposed to I'm going to come in, I'm going to pass this test, I'm going to mm-hmm. do well. They're focused on failing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, I, again, as you use the term, and I love the term thought distortion, stop, no, don't don't focus on that. That's right. the, the worst thing you can do, right? Uh, come in and, yeah, you know, grading is a tough sort of thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, gradings are tough because they're supposed to help you overcome those that anxiety and that fear and that 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 apprehension especially right. if you're 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 in a supportive environment like frankly I think a dojo can and should be correct right yeah. um, which is you know kind of why we're here because I I think that that you know the martial arts is 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 as a I, I'm, I'm doing air quotes here as a fitness program is uh, uniquely qualified to help people who are dealing with these issues. Like we're not, I'm not going to sit here and I don't think, I think you would agree with me on this that we're not saying that if you're having these issues that, you know, don't seek professional help by all no, means, you know, get, yeah. you know, speak to somebody, you mm-hmm. know what, get the professional help. But there are also other things that you can do, you know what? And, uh, you know, being fit is certainly, is certainly one of them. At least all the research shows us that, that, that being physically active and being physically fit can, can help with your, uh, your, your mental health and anxiety. But uh, you and I started talking about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, about how the martial arts may be unique in, in how it sort of approaches that. And mm-hmm. I think it all came from, you're, you're telling me that you're listening to the podcast I did with, uh, with uh, Jim Flood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know uh, Mr. Flood and I kind of touched on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, but then you said, no, there, there's a bigger story here. Right. I just want to back up for a second and you, you touched on the idea of the anxiety related to, to gradings. And, yeah. and when I was growing up, I, I was a good student, never really liked exams because it didn't represent who I was as a student. Sure. And, um, I can fast forward to, to the recent grading that I had, um, feeling confident going into the the grading probably two weeks out um my mindset started to shift Mm. started to question a lot of what I was doing even in classes like I could tell that the sort of the pressure the stress was was getting to me screwing up on simple oh I saw (laughs) exactly sir um and so Constantly in the back of my mind, especially running through through basic combinations, yeah, that was the bane of my existence. Yeah, and thinking to myself, oh, oh God, I'm just gonna be awful doing this during grading, and but when I look at it, I had to sit back and and tell myself, okay, 
positively thinking, I've been doing this for 12 years. Yeah. I know my stuff. Yeah. There's really no reason that I should not be able to, to move forward. And despite, despite moments of uh, pessimism, I, I had to just say, like you were saying, not my house. Yeah. I'm not going to walk in here no. and, and not give it my all. Yeah. And I love the statement that you make in class is if you're going to do something, fail gloriously. Yeah. Because that gives, it's not to say that, that you're expecting it, but that gives people permission that even though you have an expectation, if you don't succeed, try, try again. Yeah. Just go and do something. Yeah. Because the worst thing, like you also indicated in class, worst thing that you can do is not do anything at is, all. Is nothing. Yeah. And by no means was I going to enter the grading and say, I can't do this, sir. No, it's never. That, that was that. That did not even cross my mind as as a, as a possibility. But you know what? Like I would rather see somebody come to a grading and get everything wrong. Right. Right. Um, but 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 get everything wrong at a hundred percent. You know what? Then come to a grading uh, and get everything right with zero effort. Right. Uh, you know, any day of the week, because you know, there's there, there's a mindset involved in 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 that approach to to again failing gloriously. You yes. know what? Uh, as opposed to coming in and just coasting. Right. Uh, I remember being asked a, a long time ago uh, by a parent saying, you know, why are the the black belt in particular? I think it was I think it was one of the black belt pretests. But why are the grading so tough? Like why, you know, the, the kids are freaked out. Like, mm -hmm. why are they so tough? And just like, well, they're tough for a reason, mm -hmm. right? Because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to simulate the anxiety that they would feel if, heaven forbid, they ever had to defend themselves on the street. Right. Because that anxiety dials up to 11 in a split second. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to simulate that. I want them to be able to come in and despite that anxiety, still perform, still function, still think critically. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to do, but do it in a very safe environment right. where, where nobody is going to get hurt, mm -hmm. right? And I think, I think that if, you're, if you've got a, a, a grading where you don't have an expectation similar to that, I think, you know, at the senior belt level, and I'm not mm -hmm. talking white belt to yellow belt, mm -hmm. the, you know, that, but at a, at a senior belt level, I think perhaps you're doing a bit of a disservice because, you know, I think that's one of the things that, that the martial arts teaches you how to do is, 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 is to, in essence, try to keep things in check, right, um, is how to try to balance, right. uh, you know, what that anxiety and how to still be able to move forward despite that anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so much easier said than done, but... But I, I, I took when I when I tested for black belt, and I've told the story on the dojo floor a few times. That final test that I did, um, that day I wasn't nervous at all. Right. And and I know people don't actually believe me when I say that, but um, I, I I went in, I sat down, I was the first one at the dojo. The instructors hadn't arrived yet. I was reading a magazine when one of them walked in, and and the first thing he said to me is, "You know, how are you feeling?" I said, "I feel really good." And he said, "Are you nervous?" And I said, "No, I'm actually not." Mm -hmm. uh, and he jokingly said, well, you should start getting nervous right about now. Right. And I said, I said, sir, that's not going to work today. I'm good to go. And the thing was that like yourself, I knew everything. Right. I knew I knew everything. I was in a, I was in amazing shape not being cocky or arrogant. There's no hubris when I say that, but I, I was in amazing shape. Yeah. Um, and I can only do what I know. If they ask me to do something I don't know, all I can do is say, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know that, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then react from there. 
Right. Um, but yeah, I, I I came in I came in very confident and very comfortable, which is kind of why, you know, when I was dealing with sort of the anxiety issues that I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure it. I couldn't figure out how I could go into a black belt test with a bunch of raving psychos who are my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that. Uh, but then I just sitting there on a plane or out 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 to a restaurant with a couple of friends of mine, and then I actually literally had to get up and say, "I'm sorry, I've got to go," and walked out of the restaurant. Right. And then and then went for went for a walk down down Lakeshore mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't. I everything was just closing in on me. Yeah. But yet I could go and do a black belt test and have no. But I couldn't sit in a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't wrap my mind around that. I still, to a certain extent, can't. Right. Right. And and really, you know that it happened. Yeah. You know that it hasn't happened since. Yeah. And sort of, like you said, mindset. Right. Um, the way that we set our mind up right now, it's for right now. Yeah. It's not if we dwell on the past, we, you know, that just puts us in a place of, well, I screwed up once yeah, or this happened to me once. It's going to happen to me again. And a lot of kids feel that as well, um, where they just, they don't know how to to deal with it. Yeah. And so you see a lot of meltdowns on the floor. You see a lot of, like you were, you were talking about some, some kids who were, who who did experience meltdowns. And so I think it all starts with, with the kids. Yeah. Building that resiliency, building, giving them strategies to manage how they're feeling and identifying that they are not necessarily their feelings. Yes. And this is where the benefit, and this is where I kind of, if I circle back to your conversation with Sensei Flood, it's the leadership of, of the senseis providing, you know, a safe space for the kids to be in and, you know, reinforcing those positive tools. Yeah. Um, and reinforcing that you will have a positive mindset on the floor. Yeah. Well, not, and not, you know, nitpicking at every wrong thing that they do. Yeah. But celebrating the positive yes. steps that they're taking. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because, uh, because when, I, when I interviewed Rick Jocelyn, he was talking about the exact same thing, you know, and, and the irony is that, that uh, you know, Sensei Jocelyn and Sensei Flood are are, are instructors of a certain generation, mm-hmm. and and as 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 in the conversation I had with Mr. Flood, it was just you know as he said the early dojos, it was kill or be killed, yeah. and how that philosophy just just doesn't work. No, it just it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't produce you know what good things. So no. it, it's 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 uh, and then and then and Sensei Jocelyn saying the exact same thing. You know what how how you know that philosophy and that mindset have to change if you want to produce. You know, not necessarily good martial artists, but just, you know, help produce good people. Absolutely. I, I remember walking into a dojo when I was eight years old. And I, I don't remember the name of the dojo, um, but I remember the, the sensei at the time running me through just some general activities, jumping jacks, push-ups, sit-ups, and basically saying, this isn't the right place for you because you can't do sit-ups. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and it's like, but that's wow. what you are. That's what you're supposed teaching. to teach me. You're supposed to help me I'm, with that. I'm eight years old. <laughs> and that, that sent me off sure. martial arts until like, I didn't join martial arts until I was about 18 and, and tried a Taekwondo class in university. Yeah. So, wow. But that, <laughs> that 
was really a negative um, mindset that I, I came across and, and probably would not have appreciated the, yeah. the input from that instructor had I continued with classes there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, it's a tough one because, because with the kids, I, um, especially my senior belt kids here, I make sure that they understand that there are expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, 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 the class I did on, I, did, I actually did the workout with the senior belt kids the other day, right? Um, and I only, it, small class, I only had four kids in the class, and, and, and it was myself, but I did the workout with them. I did the push-ups. I did the whole yep. thing, right? And, you know, I, and I, I said, I said after them, I, I called them out. I said, listen, guys, you know what? It's, it's, it's just it's not good enough. I know you guys are capable of so much more. I've seen you do mm-hmm. so much more. Mm-hmm. But I want you guys to think about this. There's four of you on the dojo floor. I'm older than all of you put together. And I literally was older than all of them put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, you guys are struggling to keep up with me. But it should be the other way around. Because you guys are young, because you guys are fit, because you guys are... Um, so you know what? So yeah, so I, 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 when, I, when I make a point, I also make sure that, under, they, that they, under, they understand you know, that, that, hey... I will never lie to you. If it's not good enough, I will tell you it's not good enough. But I will tell you also that you are good enough, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? This isn't me telling you that you're not good enough. I'm telling you what you did today wasn't good enough. Right. And right. I think there's a very big difference between the two. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know where where it's like this is okay. The, the, today wasn't wasn't a good day. Right. Mm-hmm, Tomorrow mm-hmm. is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is what we need to do in order to improve. Right. Right. I think expectations are are a killer right now. I agree. Because a lot of people have this mindset of, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to get older, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have a job, I'm going to yeah. X, Y, and Z. And if it doesn't happen, they spiral. This, yeah, exactly. I I'm speak not, I, to yeah. so many individuals yeah. that, that, oh, I, I didn't get my, my black belt, therefore I am a failure. Yeah. Or I, I am I, not good enough. Yeah, I'm 40 years old and I'm not married with two kids. You know right. what? And and I don't. Or you know what? I'm 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 30 years old and I don't own my own home yet. Absolutely. You know what? Relax. <laughs> A lot of people yeah. are in the same boat, but yeah. everyone just feels very um, isolated in their situation. Yeah. And so that's very detrimental. And I, I, you know, I look at the dojo and I, I think to myself, you know, I, I struggle sometimes with workouts when I'm by myself. I do too. But when but I come I to the, the dojo yeah. and I'm with people that there's, are doing the exact same thing. There's an energy to there it. There is an energy to it. Yeah. And, and so why not bring that to the experience of, you know, if we're struggling, if we're anxious, then karate is one of the things that we can do to, to help out. I, I, listen, I, so, so when we started, when, when we started sort of planning this and talking about this, and I know, I know the, the people who listen to this are going to, are going to shake their head and roll their eyes and say, you know, when I, when I tell them, I actually, I, I do research some of this stuff and I mm-hmm. do prepare some stuff, um, you know, uh, but I do. And, and the thing that I, I, you know, went and checked out, uh, we, we were talking about it off mic actually, that, um, there, there, there have been a lot of studies, you know, about, um, fitness and, and how, you know, a regular fitness routine is, is, is good for, uh, helping with mental health, right? Mm -hmm. It goes without saying, but you know, when I typed in mental health and martial arts, 
Well, it came up with pages upon pages upon pages of people who have actually done studies. Now, you know, the, the scientific wherewithal of these studies, who knows, right? Yeah. I, I'm not, I can't, I can't speak to that. Um, but there were, there were some very common threads throughout the, the whole thing. But the one that sort of caught my eye, I'm going to actually read it because I printed it out here. I'm uh, talking about uh, uh, just, just being fit and, and, and how that uh, contributes to mental health. But it says, exercise should also be supervised by a trained fitness professional and be mindful of participants' enjoyment, community, and culture to maximize adherence. People with anxiety also benefit from adding more mindful forms of exercise like yoga, martial arts, tai chi, qigong, uh, uh, one or two times per week. And I thought that was a very, a very sort of key sort of thing talking about, and it goes right back to what you just said, about group. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a group of like-minded individuals, uh, you know, they come in, uh, they, they all enjoy the martial arts, uh, the workout, everybody becomes, it becomes a community in that respect. But I, I when I'm working out here in, in the afternoon by myself, I push myself hard, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I don't do it anywhere near as hard as I do when, when I'm working out with people. Right. Uh, right. There's just an energy to it. Yeah, it's absolutely, fun. absolutely. And I mean, based on your your comment of what you read, I mean, there are a lot of benefits just whether you're going to work out by yourself or whether you're going to work out in a group. Yep. Just, you know, be mindful in that moment, being, yeah. you know, having a distraction, having something that you can focus on. I think we, we discussed this as well. You come in, you you have something that's already filling the space. There's no, there's no, nothing that can enter your mind when you're doing kata. That's right. And so that is what you're focusing on. So anything negative from the day is kind of left at the door. You come in, you focus, you have some separation, you have some space away from from that negativity that you you may have experienced. And, And that can be helpful. Yeah, you know, as, as, as I say, you check your bags at the door, you yep. come onto the floor. Um, I always found that, you know, when I was running, uh, there was a mm-hmm. point where I was doing a lot of running, and um, there are times where I kind of get into that that Zen mentality, that Zen mindset where, yep. you know, the you know, or, or Mushin, right, where you're just empty mind, you just, you know, you yep. just kind of go, mm-hmm. uh, listen to your music, and, and, and off you go, and you kind of just, you know, uh, just drop everything and go for the run. But I, I, more often than not, I would find that as I was doing something like that, my mind would start to drift to the specific problems or whatever it is that I was dealing with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, as you say, when you come onto the dojo floor and you're doing those combinations and your brain is engaged in a, you know, in a, in a completely different way or mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're learning a new kata or you're working with somebody on some new self-defense techniques or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you don't, you're not, you're, not, you're not practicing, you're not doing one of those basic combinations coming up and down the floor, uh, you know, thinking about the bad day you had at work that day no. as a general rule that's just not that's not what happens your mind you know and just for that brief respite it's like taking a nap from all of those problems right right, right. and then you can come back and i'm not saying that they're gone they're certainly not gone but you know what your mind's in a better place to sort of you know you've taken a rest from it mm-hmm. um at least that's my assessment that's what i think there i mean there can be a lot of benefits from trying to empty your mind yeah, um, sure. Meditation. Yeah, meditation is great for, especially if someone struggles with a lot of stress. But oftentimes when I'm talking to someone who is anxious, I'm trying to tell them, find a distraction. Find something that you can do yeah. that moves you away from from that irrational thought or that irrational fear. And so having you know, your katas, having something, some structured 
format that you can work with, like yeah. karate, that really does help. But also the breathing aspect of oh, it. Oh, very much. We don't breathe enough. Like, and we don't breathe right. And we don't, we don't breathe, breathe right. So, yeah. you know, uh, definitely that's one thing that, although I'm, I'm not great at it, the, the breathing aspect of karate uh, is fabulous. It is. Because you, you just, you get those nice big inhalations and exhalations. Yeah. Like it's just, it really clears out the, the lungs and gives you that, that space. And, yep. and even when someone is, is really, really hyped up, you get them to open their chest. You get them to put their hands on top of their head. Yeah. Take some nice deep breaths in. Yeah. And it grounds you. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if if anything, if anyone's ever experiencing anxiety, the breathing is is key. It brings you back to what is important inside of you and gives you that that centeredness. Yeah, no, I, to I totally agree with that. I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, you know, that's like I was saying, you know, on the plane, that's what I, I started walking through my kata, but I started taking those deep breaths, mm -hmm. holding it for a second, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, again, you, 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 do, you do 35 years of martial arts, you pick up a thing or two about, about breathing properly. But yeah, you know, and then it started to, it started to subside. It started to, you know, go away. You know, it's still there, but it, was start it started to go away. But, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, um, you know, with the pandemic, I... Uh, and, and people coming back, uh, I've seen with, you know, stress from uh, uh, kids who never spent a day in school, mm -hmm. you know, th that, th those, those first couple of years where they're basically out of school mm -hmm. um, and then and then being being stressed. Um, you know, I it's funny because because school just ended yesterday for all of the kids. But um, one of the moms was in last night and she's a teacher. And one of the things that she said kind of raised an eyebrow actually you know that that um she, you know because she came she looks she i was super tired yesterday she was wiped out right mm -hmm. and i you know she's like well you look tired and it's just a last day of school and you know some of the kids are like like they're all over the place or some hype but wow there are a lot of kids that are really stressed about going into this summer right mm -hmm. they're really feeling anxious about it they're really feeling anxious about not being at school and being at home mm -hmm. you know and going back to that yeah you know, and it's just like it didn't even dawn on me that 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 any of the kids might be sort of feeling like that, mm -hmm. um, because you know you always think you know as a kid you know what no school yeah <laughs> you know, but no right for two years these kids have had disrupted school yeah uh, and some of them are feeling really really anxious about taking ten weeks off yeah uh, and that just kind of blew my mind absolutely I I have a fourteen year old daughter and um, she. She is. Uh, she was really impacted by the pandemic when when it hit. Yeah. And so, actually, she's fifteen now. Um, <laughs> sorry, Madison. We'll, we'll, we'll edit that um, out. <laughs> please. <laughs> but it, the fact that she wasn't around her friends. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't doing things that she regularly does. Again, we we talked about this out of our comfort zone. Yes. And being stuck and isolated people were not managing well. We, no. are, we are social beings. We are, We, yeah. we have to, um, most people, I mean, some people can survive not seeing anyone, but, you know, generally speaking, yep. people don't like being cooped up. No, no. And, and one of the things that uh, I've talked to so many people about is um, now that they've come out of the, the now that, well, we're not completely out of it, but we're, we're out of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
the the stress that they're feeling because now they realize that uh, I I went the exact opposite way during the pandemic. I lost seventy pounds, mm-hmm. right? Um, I I needed to get in shape. I needed to do something to help combat the anxiety and the stress that I was feeling at Absolutely. the beginning there. And so I got I got I got fit. You know, I own a dojo as well, so you know mm-hmm. it should, it sh- the two should be you know synonymous with each other. But I've talked to so many adults who put on twenty or thirty yeah. pounds. And now they're feeling anxious to get it off, and now they're they're they're, they're unhappy with where they are, and you know. Um, but it's just like, well, okay, then you know, you want you're feeling that's well, then lose it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you were fit before, right? You can be fit again. This is this is the the trouble with, especially a lot of people who struggle with anxiety also have the depression piece, mm. which in itself causes issues because there's a lot of lack of motivation. Yeah. And so that can can be a bit of a battle. Yeah. If you're anxious, you, you don't like how you look, you don't like how you feel, but there's constant sadness. There's constant, I'm not motivated to do this. I yeah. don't feel like doing anything. Low energy, you know, the eating's off. They're either, you know, binge eating or not eating yeah. at all. Yeah. But our bodies are just so stressed um, from the anxiety, the anxiety is releasing cortisol, which just in small doses is fine. Yeah. But in the amount of, uh, of stress and anxiety that we feel now, um, add on top of it, Instagram showing the perfect, the perfect person, person. Yeah, I know. And, and people just feel even more down about themselves. Oh yeah. Listen, I think, I think social media is in one, is in a very, in no small way, a ruination of kids nowadays. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? A- absolutely. Well, just not even kids, just society as a whole. You look at the the posts of uh, the karate students who are doing, you know, <laughs> mile high kicks and, I know. and jumping around on one foot while yeah. they're kicking in the sky 12 times. And it's just like, yeah, that's not normal. Most no, people I, cannot do that. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. And I, I totally I totally agree with you. I, I, I see I see that stuff as well. You know, mm-hmm. when you're uh, when you're on Instagram and it's just like, okay, you know what? Well, first of all, you're you're like 17, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, and that's why I would never pull that out. I would never ever show any one of the kids here and saying, look, this is what you should be doing. Absolutely right. not. You know right. what? You be you, you know, yeah. you, you, you learn the way you learn and you know what to, so this is just fun stuff. It's just somebody showing off a little bit. Absolutely. And I don't begrudge them showing off. I don't begrudge, but, but you know, you, the world needs to understand that that's, as you say, not normal. Right. That's not, not everybody can do that. Right. Uh, right. I'm not saying people shouldn't aspire to better things, but yeah, you know what? It's like, it's like, you know, seeing, ugh, it's like the Kardashians, seeing a Kardashian and saying, that's what your body image is supposed to be. It's like, give your head a shake. Right. You know, that is not right. normal. So just, you know, helping people to understand that we need to have a bit more of a level head headedness. Right. Um, and that's where I think, a lot of the instruction comes from yeah. at the at the dojo and and having a, we we sort of talked um, in regards to Sensei Flood's um, conversation having you know different ways that you can improve the the lifestyle of the the kids that yep. come to the the dojo having some maybe some regular check ins if if someone's struggling and you notice that they're they're really having a rough time and. Yep. And having sort of like a mentorship program um, where 
people can can talk to the older students. Yeah, who've been know, through. Yeah, what they. Well, it, it's funny because that's something that uh, like we do obviously for the for the, for the black belt uh, you know yes. candidates, people who are testing for black belt, they get a mentor, somebody who's been through it, somebody who's done it, um, and that's the way the the, the, the the candidates can can have that conversation with their their mentors and say, listen, the idea is that is that it's not just a technical thing; it's a, it's a support structure. I'm you know this is I'm 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 freaking out here. I'm freaking out here. It's like, okay, all right, okay, breathe, take a breath. Let's have a conversation, right? Let's yeah. talk about it. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and uh, and that's and that's I, I think is very very important at, at that at that sort of uh, um, at that sort of level for sure. But even with the senior belts, mm-hmm. um, you know, the senior belt kids and things that uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I you know I um, I think the martial arts is 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 uh, a good dojo is a community. Correct. And I think that. You know, there's strength in that community. There's strength in the community. You know what? And sometimes, you know what? You're you're a net contributor to that strength, and sometimes you need to borrow some of it back. You know, mm-hmm. to help get you through a tough time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, good Lord knows we've all been, all we've all been there for you know one reason or another. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I I think that when you come to the dojo floor, I come onto the dojo floor. I think it, uh, um, like you say, you check the bag at the door. You go. You have fun. You know, uh, learn something. Mm-hmm. I think the martial arts is great for mental health. Yeah, right. I know. It's, I know it's done wonders for me. Absolutely, it, it's made me more confident as well. Uh, and I think if you take a look at, um, you know, going and, and practicing in, a, in an environment that people have left their baggage at the door. Yeah, they've, they've checked their ego at the door. Yeah. And, and that was a key thing for when I joined this club as well, is the, the lack of ego. Um, because when you get into an environment where oh. the person in charge or, or the people around you yeah. are just, you know, fully absorbed in their ego, it just becomes a, a negative environment yeah. to, to train in. And, and so that's another piece to, to anxiety, right? Is yeah, living I, up to the I, I, I totally, I totally agree. I have no aspirations to, um, yeah, I, I've trained at clubs with the clubs with egomaniacs, mm-hmm. um, as students and instructors. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm just, no, you know what? All you do is, is raise the stress level on the floor. Right. You know, I have no, I have no interest in that. I, as an instructor, I have no interest in, you know what I, you know what I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, 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 blah. You know what I just, no, I, I, I've said to the kids numerous times, I, my, my goal is to have you guys, you know, I want you guys to be better than I could ever be. Right. 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 Uh, and you know, if you stick with it, you just might be, uh, because the instructors I had were lunatics. Mm. So not the guys who gave me my black belt, but the early instructors, right. They were lunatics. Uh, mostly, Mr. Flood, you're you're exempt from that one, by the way, sir. Just letting you know, right? <laughs> if you're listening to this, uh, but a lot of them were 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 crazed, you know, slightly egomaniacs. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was behind the eight ball from a learning curve almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, with the, but uh, hopefully, I I just want the students to be uh, to be sort of you know better than I could ever be, right? But you know, I, I think I think one of the things that the martial arts should do, especially for young people, but for everybody, just I think it should increase their self esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that goes a long way to. I'm not again not creating an egomaniac, but you know what, I, you know, a good martial arts dojo will help build somebody up. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
you know, coming out of this lockdown, I think that's really important for a lot of the kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Um, we've got our tournament team and, 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 uh, one of the big things for the tournament team is, is like, listen, yeah, we're going to go out, we're going to compete. If we win a medal, if we win a trophy, that's awesome. Congratulations. Super job. But it's not always just about that. No. Right. It's about, you know, putting in the effort. It's about making the commitment. It's about, um, uh, you know, being better than you were at the last tournament Mm -hmm. and, and, and going from there. And of course, doing tournaments is a good way to sort of help deal with that anxiety and that apprehension and fear of getting in the ring and performing in front of people. Right. Uh, which I do see here, even when I get people to come up and do their kata in front of the class, how nervous people get, mm-hmm. you know? But when you, when you push through that nervousness, yeah. and that anxiety, and you know that everyone is behind you. Nobody's rooting for you to fail. No one's, no one's looking for you to fail. Yeah. And so when they come up and they perform, that just gives them one more reason to keep moving forward and Absolutely. to build that resiliency. And I think that's what's so desperately needed yeah. is building the resiliency and to understand the anxiety is not an end-all, be-all killer. No. It's it's something that you, you need to push through in order to, to keep moving forward. Yeah, I, I do, I do, I do find it, I do find it funny because I can tell you, I can tell you, you know, you get a class of 10 people. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can tell you uh, who will volunteer to come up and who will not, mm-hmm. right? Which, mm-hmm. listen, you, you, you're here enough. You can do the exact same thing. Absolutely. You can, you can t- do the exact Absolutely. same thing. Yeah. But I can even tell you which cause they're going to do. Yeah. So I've gotten pretty good about that. You're the exception, though, because you come up and you'll do anything, right? Right. So uh, you and you and Trent, you and Mr. Wild, yeah. you know, so yeah. you guys come up and just do, you know, so generally speaking, I'm, I'm surprised. Okay. But, um, but, you know, for virtually everybody else, I know what kata they're going to do before right. they even step in the ring. Because, because again, even there, they default to their, to what they do well. Exactly. Right. And I, you know, so, so, so though they've got, they've come up and they've broken a little bit of that comfort zone, mm-hmm. they haven't broken it completely. Right. You know, which is why sometimes I'll say, no, I don't want to see that one. I want to see this one. And you could just see the look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I, I, I can identify the people who, who do that. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You know, and, but that's a work, that's a work in progress. Absolutely. That's just, that's just a work in progress. But, it, but again, you know what, when you come up, when you, when you, when you're at the dojo and you have an opportunity to get up and do your kata, get up and do your kata. Yeah. Just go for it. Uh, and you know, if you make a mistake, so what? You make a mistake. Right. right. Learn from the mistake. Fix it the next time. Right. right. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I, I just find that uh, it's, 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 it's a game I play in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so but uh, yeah, well, there we go. I think we may have solved all of the world's problems. You know what? Uh, you know, but I like again, going back to sort of just reiterating, I, I do really believe that uh, that uh, the martial arts uh, has uh, a unique offering in regards to helping people overcome issues of, you know, mental health, especially anxiety, um, you know, maybe depression even, you mm-hmm. know, it, it creates a positive environment. Absolutely. Um, a good dojo creates a positive environment. I, I, I used to train at a dojo many, 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 many years ago that, you know, I would be stressed before I walked through the door. Right. And I never want anybody, I, you know, gradings aside, Okay, because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're going to feel stressed at the gradings regardless. But I never want anybody to feel stressed just become, just coming to a regular class. Right. Ever. Right. 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 I want people to be comfortable walking through the door. You know what? You don't know what we're going to do, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, but I would go to, I would go to the, this old club and 
I would be, I would, I know, I just didn't trust the instructors. I was in a similar boat. Yeah, and I would, I would, I would be, you know, I was there, I was committed, but I, I would be anxious before I walked through the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was just a feeling I did not like. No. Nope. Yeah, I did not like that at all. Right. So that's not what we try to do here, and I don't think that's what a good karate club potentially should do, or a good martial arts studio for your karate. A good martial arts studio should do. Agreed. So. Uh, but there we go. All righty, sir. Uh, anything, anything to add for closing? No, I, I just think, um, you know, the positives of martial arts definitely uh, outweigh the negatives. Yeah. And if you're struggling with anxiety and, and depression, get out, try something new. You know, yeah. the the path of, of karate is a, a journey for life. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, if you're you're on that journey, just enjoy the journey rather than focusing on on the negatives and and the anxiety and the depression. Just yeah. work through it. Yeah, it's uh, you know there, it's it's uh, one of the guys sent me this thing today saying you know and and I've said this before at black belt presentations and uh, in particular black belt presentations, but you know I never I never promise that you know that'll be easy. I just promise that it will be worth it. You know what? Once you're through the the turbulent time. Right. Um, and I really do believe that, uh, about, uh, about the martial arts that, uh, yeah, there, you know what, it's, it, it is a lifelong journey. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, there's, uh, as you know, we talked about this, uh, just prior to you getting your, um, uh, your knee Dan, but, um, you know, black belt show Dan, it's a, it's a, st- it's a stop on the road, yeah. but it's just a stop on the road. It's not the end of the road. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know what, I, I think that, uh, that uh, you know, for people who are who are who are dealing with stress and dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, uh, the martial arts is I think it's uniquely qualified to sort of help people manage manage those situations. Again, it's not a replacement for professional care or professional help, yeah. but uh, I, I I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in saying that that any any doctor, psychologist, anybody you would go to would say not necessarily start the martial arts, but you should work out. Exercise. Exercise. Absolutely. Go and exercise. And I think this is one of the best things, well, full stop, period, anyway, yeah. right? But for this in particular. Yeah. So, absolutely. You know what, sir? I, I, I really appreciate you sitting and talking with me today. And uh, you know what? For, for, for having this idea to do one, uh, do a podcast on uh, the martial arts and mental health, I think this is a great thing, especially with uh, where the world is today. Uh, but uh, you know what? So thanks for coming in and, uh, and sitting and speaking with me. Thank you for the opportunity. Always my pleasure, sir. So have a good one. And guys, uh, we will see you in the next episode. So remember, train safe, train smart, and train hard. And have a great day.